Today's sponsor is RiceUpAnime.com. Did you know a silent voice, one of the best anime films I've seen, had a manga? Well, RiceUpAnime.com sent your boy a copy of the collector's edition, and my goodness, this thing is gorgeous. Not only are the panels incredibly detailed, there are some panels that are so detailed, I just feel like you can't copy the animation. That's why you need this manga. And the cover for the complete collector's edition is quite frankly, one of the best covers I've ever seen in manga, especially for a collector's edition. So what are you doing? Use the link right now, head over to riceofanime.com and start your manga buying journey today. This is the Wholesome Monk Podcast. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Wholesome Monk Podcast. This is your boy Wholesome Monk here. And today we're joined by the one and only, well, the greatest cosplayer, Malcolm Moore. How are you doing today, my friend? I am doing fantastic. I'm very excited to be on the show today. <laughs> and I appreciate you uh, carving some time out for us because it's going to be amazing. And, you know, it's no secret. Anyone who follows you knows how dedicated you are to cosplaying and how much you enjoy the process and your content creation. You have an amazing Instagram and TikTok. And I've seen your Pinterest. I peeped the Pinterest. So it's also <laughs> the Pinterest too. Don't think I, I, I did my research. Don't think I didn't. Um, but I was super curious about your love for cosplay. Like, when did your love for cosplay start? Um, so it's really funny. I, the first, like, time, like, cosplay ever was, like, presented to me. Um, my really good friend was like, hey, I need you to come see this movie with me. And then I have a proposition for you. And I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of weird. And we went to go see Into the Spider-Verse. And he was like, yeah. And he was like, all me me and my friends are, but we need a girl to join. So would you want to be Spider-Gwen? And I remember being like, I I mean, if you need a person, like I can do that for you. Like I I really liked, I love the movie now, but I really like, it at the time um and then that was like kind of my first dabble with it and I loved it it was strictly only for a convention too so like my first time cosplaying was the first time I went to an anime convention and yeah it was I was so nervous to get out of the car because I was like I'm gonna look so strange like I look so weird like I'm in a full bodysuit and uh, my wife at the time was my girlfriend. And uh, she was like, no, 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 no. Like once you walk in there, every single person is dressed up. Like I, I promise. And I was like, I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I walked in those doors and the only, like it was very rare that you saw somebody like not wearing a cosplay. And I was like, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> No, I feel you. I feel like I had the the same reaction when I first went to a convention because I was a little worried and scared at the same time. So that was like one thing for sure that I was like, I, I don't know about this, but I really appreciated, you know, just kind of being around other people, like you were saying, like just seeing like every every person you look at is usually in the cosplay of some kind, if not like at least an anime deck down, like anime merch. So it was like super awesome to, it, it's just like the more comfortable okay. way of like wearing cosplays like out of public. And I, that brings me to another great question I have for you is like, 
what about cosplaying do you love so much? Because I feel like people don't understand the the leap between like just cosplaying for fun, laughs and giggles, like kind of like in your own little bubble compared to like now you're online and you're doing amazing numbers. People love you. Like how how is that? What what's that change like for you? It's been. It, it was. It's so strange because it was like, you know, I did that cosplay and then my my second cosplay ever, uh, somebody gifted me off of my Amazon wish list. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm gonna make content because like I got gifted this. And then I like just kind of found a love for it. Hmm. Um, I'm a very crafty person, like I love crafting. So it was like, for me, finding my like creative outlet of like crafting and then putting it into something that was like, it just happened to be something that I'm wearing and like fully doing. Like the challenge of like styling a wig and then like being like, okay, this whole part, like part of this cosplay is not working. Like I need to come up with something. And then like things like with my Rengoku uh, cosplay, I was like, I'm not doing the wig. I hate Rengoku's wig. <laughs> so I can I imagine. Like, I'm gonna do my own twist on it. Yeah. So I was was like uh for me it was like my love of cosplaying really started off of that like like creative aspect of it and then learning that like oh whoa I can make these cosplays my own they don't have to be like to a t like exactly accurate and I think that's what made me fall in love with it because then I was like okay I'm gonna cosplay all of the male Hashira first because (laughs) literally it's my own interpretation and there's no like written way of like how this should be and it was so like it was so fun doing that and like finding the pieces and I was like oh my god it's all coming together and I think that's like really what got me into it because I was like oh I can like make this my own and then watching other people like make their own cosplays like their own I was like oh I love this (laughs) that's that's 100% fair I feel like everything you described is it's, it's funny that you say that because i feel like everything you described is the grind that a lot of people like myself uh run away from because styling wigs is it, it can be extremely difficult um especially my hair type i'm not used to doing like straight hair at all so like doing anything with like even something as simple as like maybe doing utah's hairstyle from Jujutsu kaisen can be a little weird i'm like okay well, i don't even know what bangs like what do i even do how do you because that's why i asked all my white friends i was like how do y'all do the, like how do y'all how do y'all deal with hair in your face 24? Like, that's such a weird aspect, like, to deal with bangs and cut them. And how do you, like, do it? To, to trust someone to cut your hair is actually a wild thing. Like, that's actually, like, straight hair. I feel like I was like, that's crazy. Because one inch off, and it looks completely different. It looks like literally a completely different hairstyle. So I was like, y'all are, y'all, y'all different breed for trusting people like that. But I was curious, now that you say that, um, what, it, to you, in your opinion, what was, what is your most difficult cosplay you've done and then what is the easiest Mm, that's a really good question um there's one cosplay I have not released yet because I like truly just cannot get it right um (laughs) I feel that and that's uh I really like this is probably the only Yu Yu Hakusho uh, cosplay I want to do. I want to do Botan so badly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I want to do like the bat Botan, like 
the leather jacket, the red mm. leather jacket with the red leather pants. Um, and I just haven't found the perfect combination for it. Um, but I definitely think I'm trying to think about it because probably one of the hardest ones was Mitsuri because not oh, only yeah. was the dress choking me at the top, yep, yep. but you have, you have to make sure everything's staying in place um, so that nothing gets flagged. Um, and then also the wig is like already massive and like, it just, I came out of it with the worst <laughs> migraine ever because it's just pulling down. Um, and her bangs on it were so bad when I got it. It was, it was a hot mess. Um, and I'm glad it came out and a lot of people loved it too. And I was like, I'm glad it was well received because it was not the most comfortable I've ever been. <laughs> No, I can I can imagine. But I feel like um, Mitsuri's is definitely wild I'm hairstyle. Saying, like, oh yeah, for sure. I think that like probably one of the easiest one was all of the Hashira that truly had the same exact outfit with a different Howry on. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I literally just bought one cosplay, bought a wig, and like bought their like pieces yeah. that I really needed. Um, like open eyes wig was like really well done and it was very easy to just like stick on, have like wrap up my face, and then I was like, I'm good to go. Oh. Um, but yeah, some had more issues than others, but uh it definitely some of them like especially out of the Hashira, the ones that were like very just copy, like cut paste were super easy. Like Muichiro was probably my easiest um, out of all of them. And I felt, felt like I looked like a 14 year old child. <laughs> that <laughs> He's just so short, you know? <laughs> I, I feel you on that. I can, I can feel you on that. Oh man, that's... No, I feel like, I think that is the beauty about cosplaying, like when it comes to just all these different characters. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge reuser as well, I like to call it. Like I'll, if I can buy one wig that I can use for like every like fucking character, I'll do it. Like I'll just do it. like every, like if I have a blonde wig, I'm cosplaying a bunch of blonde characters. If I have a, a white haired wig, I'm cosplaying everyone's husband though. Like I'm doing it, that's just what's gonna happen. And I feel like you do such a great job <laughs> at, uh, at not only like displaying you know, obviously your, your, the skill set you have for this, but also like your love for it is clear through the, the, you know, the photos and videos you make. So I was curious about which came first for you, TikTok or Instagram? Like in terms, I guess, I guess in terms of like starting to do cosplay content, like which one of those platforms came first? Um, it was definitely TikTok. Um, I happen to, now they're one of my really good friends. They happen to buy me uh, the Sailor Neptune cosplay off of my wish list. And I immediately was like, oh my God, I'm going to make so much TikTok content with this. Um, and at that time, it was like right, like towards the end of 2020. So I was, had just started my own TikTok and I was like, okay, like I'm going to make cosplay content on my TikTok. And I didn't really make an Instagram for my anime account at that time because I was like, 
oh, I'll just share it on my own personal one. And then when I started like kind of growing my TikTok and realizing that there was a platform for, for it and like I, I was not, um, it wasn't, it's not that it was not well received, but it wasn't received the same way for my friends and families and old coworkers oh, and people oh, yeah, who yeah. followed me on Instagram, That's, you know, like yeah. they were just like, oh, she likes what you doing <laughs> character yeah so once i started kind of realizing that that was not really uh my audience <laughs> i made a separate instagram account but it was like not till like maybe 2021 so it was like i was strictly making tiktok only like cosplay content yeah. and then with all of my stuff now it, it's really shifted over to instagram that's great though. I feel like we, we all go through those different like learnings and mindsets about that. Cause I feel like, I, okay. I forced my content through like my, like all the norms. I just forced it through them. Cause I was like too lazy to recreate it. But, uh, um, but I see like how all y'all do with it. And I think it was like really good and like really, really well out with that. Um, and speaking, I'll, I'll try to write this down. Cause I know you said botons and what you're struggling with. I know a couple of my friends who cosplayed that exact one and they're really good at like showing the whole wig thing. Cause trust me, I, I cannot do a wig to say, if you see anything that's accurate mm. to, the, to the thing, I swear I had a whole team detailed with like, like notes look like an <laughs> NBA chart. Like, yeah, it was not me <laughs> at all. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll definitely make sure I write that down so I can reach out to them for you but yeah i think i think that's really good about you know and really cool what you said about the, the tiktok <laughs> yeah for sure with the tiktok i think a lot of people also start around that time and start to really find their ground with that so i was curious like what about tiktok even now now we're like what like a year or so removed from when you started so like what is it about the tiktok content that you make that makes you just want to make more when maybe the views aren't doing as much as you want or maybe you had a rough day and or a rough week or rough month maybe like what's about making content i guess on tiktok video content that is so appealing to you personally for me it's like so my background, a little bit of it kind of like gives it a little bit of context. Um, I, about like five or six years ago, I was a full-time fashion blogger. That's all I did. Like that was my income. Like I oh, hold like up. loved fashion notes. blogging. Write but the it, notes. Hold up. Fashion designer. <laughs> but for me, blogger. it was like not very fulfilling. Because <laughs> I, uh, like it wasn't fulfilling to me because I felt like I didn't really have a niche or I didn't have an audience. And like, I was very going with the flow of like what everybody else was doing. Um, and so I ended up stopping doing that after about three years, three or four years. And then I started doing it for other companies and I went into marketing and like, I really enjoyed it. Um, and then with TikTok, I like downloaded it during the pandemic as did most of us. And I like fell in love with video content strictly and like not just a stagnant photo because I kind of lost that love for it when I was doing it for myself for like years um and I was just so drawn to TikTok because I was like these transitions are perfectly challenging for me like these people that are transforming before your eyes are like what is going on what is this magic and then for me it like 
I know that I started my platform not on doing cosplay. Like it was truly just like anime inspired content is like what my niche was and currently is. But adding cosplay to it hasn't been received as like, well as like, I mean, some of them do really, really well. Some of them don't do really well. And I understand that like, that's not what I started my platform on, but I love my content that I make. And I think that's the thing for me that I'm like, I love doing this. So like if other people don't love doing it, like, or don't love looking at it, that's fine, but I love doing it. So I'm going to continue mm. making this because I find joy in it. And if it's not perceived well by a lot of views, that's okay. Because I put in my time and effort to do this because I wanted to at the end of the day. If that makes sense. Cause it all jumbled in my head. <laughs> okay. I can see, <laughs> I can see why but your name is Malcolm Moore. You're out here spinning bars. Okay. I see you. I see you. Maybe you are a rapper. I didn't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I feel like, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like that's, I feel like it's accurate though. I feel like, um, it's important to say that. And that's why I like having creators such as yourself on who have a really good footing in on the platforms and really speak on it. Cause I feel like when it comes to creators, people feel like uh, we don't have like either feelings or we don't give a shit about anything. And I'm like, nah, that's not the case. We take a lot of pride in what we do. Cause it's a lot mm -hmm. of time, it's very time consuming, expensive as fuck. And usually we have some of us have one, two, whatever jobs. If you have a nine to five, it feels like you have six jobs and then you go make content in your, in your free time. And then you have other obligations and things you want to do on top of that and people you need to take care of. So it's like, it's not enough time in the day, uh, honestly. So, but we still make it work. And I feel like that's something mm -hmm. important to, to care about yourself and care about what what you think is important what you like and keep making back i think that's that's super important now we have to get to the more controversial things uh anime your 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 anime i know you have to go on right now so that's good at least you have good taste at least in my you have good standing with me i don't know about the internet uh oh, thank you <laughs> talk, to, talk to me about your anime journey when did when did it start and uh where are some of your favorites tread lightly though you know what i'm saying it's not about me but you know who knows Oh, I'll, I'll make sure to be careful with my answers. <laughs> um, so my anime journey started uh, when I was very, very little, like anywhere between, you know, like two to, to five. Um, my dad was huge, huge into Pokemon, um, mm -hmm. massively huge into Pokemon. And every single night I had a poster of the original 150. And before I went to bed, we would read through all of them. And so like every Christmas I got, cause Squirtle's my favorite. Um, I would get like a little Squirtle plushie and like, it's one of my like very fond memories of like uh, especially my father, because my father ended up passing away when I was four. So like that drive and love for like, I'm getting my Squirtle tattoo right here for him um, on the anniversary of him passing. Um, and that's kind of what started it. Um, and then it was things that like, I just like, and then I moved into like Sailor Moon and then like, I through phases and I you know would watch it I wouldn't watch it 
And then there was definitely a good period of my life where like I wasn't really consistently watching it. And then in like 2019, I had heard about this show. I had seen it everywhere. And I don't know if you know what it, it, of it. It's called uh, My Hero Academia. <laughs> uh, real, real niche, real, real lucky. <laughs> and uh, I was like, this okay, is my this notebook <laughs> for everybody. Just let everyone know. This is why all the all the podcast notes and every question I asked. It's in here, so just just know. So yeah, I, I know the little niche joint you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're talking that. about. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, cool, something, cool. something slight. Yeah. Um, so I, I had heard about my hero, and I was like, oh, I really want to watch this show. I really want to watch this show, and I was like slowly kind of watching it um, in 2019, and then the pandemic hit, and I was like, oh my god, I have all the time in the world. And I binged through all of what was out of my hero and um, immediately fell in love with it. And then I kind of, I didn't know anybody that really liked anime at the time. So I thought it was like really unique of me that like I loved Todoroki. And I was like, whoa, I'm the only person out there. That's so crazy. <laughs> uh, come to find out I downloaded TikTok and I am not the only one. No, um, no. <laughs> but it's fine. I, I've gotten over it. <laughs> Um, and, uh, then after that, I just started like spiraling and, and then I downloaded TikTok and here we are, um, my favorites, I, I have, um, I don't know if you can tell, I have a soft spot for Hunter Hunter. Um, you don't say. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have Gone and Kila tattooed on the back of my arms. Um, they're matching each other. It's pretty that's awesome cute um i like literally fell in love with that show my cat's name is kilua like a little, a little obsessed <laughs> um and then i it's weird because i always forget what my favorites are whenever anybody asks me but after that is probably given i love giving given was the first bl i ever watched and i fell in love with it immediately um and then this is, why am I forgetting? Why am I forgetting every anime that exists? <laughs> I had to put you on the hot seat. You're not the only one. You're not the only one who forgets. The pressure's on. What does Malcolm Moore love? What um, does Malcolm Moore watch? Yeah. And then, uh, and then of course, like I love Jujutsu Kaisen and Demon Slayer, of course. Uh, my love for Demon Slayer did not start uh, very early on at all. Um, my wife was huge into Demon Slayer, and I was like, oh, it's fine. And oh, then oh, um, you're one I of read those. it all, and oh. I fell in love. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. It took me a while. Okay. <laughs> I needed, I fell in love with the Nosuke, and that's what got me into it. Okay. I, I got there eventually. <laughs> I, I see the vibes um, energy. I, I can see. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I've also got, um, him tattooed on my body uh and oh, wow. i it's it's kind of hard explaining to people that i have a boar-headed child tattooed on my leg but it's fine it's fine <laughs> um oh, but man. yeah i i think that's a i think that's a, a good uh cohesive list i know that there's literally so many more and i could probably think of a million like i love free um and it's free 
uh, it's just swimming boys. Um, um, oh, that's what the one I was trying to think of. I was like, I know there's one, Cowboy Bebop. I love mm. Cowboy Bebop a lot. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Malcolm Moore has pass? saved. Did yeah. Some, somehow, somehow you check? gave every single politically great, correct answer. I never seen it done. This is the first time in podcast history. Um, Cause my hero fans, they're about to, they're about to cook you, but you, you, you saved it. And that's, that's good. Uh, Cause I've been on the wrong side of my hero fandom and it's the last thing I ever want to do again. Uh, but no, that's great. I think those are great options. And mm. I, I think, yeah, it's, it, it goes wild. Great options. And I think that your obsession with Hunter Hunter is clear and has been documented. And I'll make sure I always do a meme on my stories on Instagram from now on as Hunter Hunter, just for you. So you can enjoy it during your days at work <laughs> for all the Hunter Hunter fans out there. You know, what's crazy. I actually have to ask you this uh, <laughs> before the podcast is over, could reach the end here, but I, I really want to yeah. know. Uh, and there is no wrong answer that I will publicly judge you for. Privately, can't say, but I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm just curious. Uh, what is your favorite arc in Hunter Hunter? Mm. Oh, no. I feel like I'm going to get hard no, it's okay. judged for this. Oh, you are, but it's okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, yeah. here's the thing. Uh-oh. I love the first two arcs. I love them a lot. They're my pride mm-hmm. and joy. I just, I know a lot of people don't like it, but I do like the Greed Island arc a lot, okay? For no good reason. I just like yelling out a company on for no good reason. I just like it, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I could have said the Chimera Ant arc. I literally could have said that. I could have gone with that, and I would be wrong, but... (laughs) Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's just, now we have to get this clear. Wait, 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 wait. So how, okay, how much do you like the Chimera Ant arc? Let's just go with that. How much do you like that arc? It, it was, it, it was mm-hmm. okay. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Um, I just, it's so slow at the beginning that I was like, why am I watching this giant pregnancy? an ant pretty much uh sorry for the spoilers for anybody i try to stay very broad um but it just just so slow at the beginning okay and i you can't even tell me one of those animals names they came up with it on the spot like literally combined 10 names and i'm supposed to remember all those things there's so many that's fair that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. You know, you know I'm not, we're not even gonna get into it. That that's that's Malcolm Moore. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. I appreciate your free time. And um we wanna we wanna get you to change your mind. We're gonna get you, we're gonna do a rewatch one of these days. I'm gonna do a public rewatch and we have to do this. Uh you know, do, do, wait, does your wife okay. like does your wife like Hunter Hunter? That's important. Yes, yes, she likes it Bet. a lot. Her Bet. she loves it. Bet. That all three of us rewatch cut. Booking in. Uh, that's Malcolm Moore. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. 
uh, where can the people find you out there on the interweb? <laughs> on the interwebs, they can find me uh, not on Pinterest. What are you talking about? Oh my god, Pinterest. Um, uh-huh, sure, they- you say that. I see you on Pinterest. Don't act like don't act like you don't be. I've been seeing the Pinterest. I've been seeing little pins. <laughs> like, oh my god, look at my Rengoku. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> that's a that's a new thing okay it's a new thing it's, I'm it's, trying it's new all things. good um, it's all but good. <laughs> uh you can find me on tiktok and instagram and now pinterest and twitter all under macklemore uh it's m-a-c-k-l-m-o-o-r i almost forgot how to spell almost, it <laughs> yeah i saw the process um, I'm, I'm currently in the process of yeah <laughs> I, uh, I'm trying to learn how to use Twitter guys. I've never used it in the 27 years I've been alive. Um, so yeah. <laughs> y'all go, y'all go follow Malcolm Moore on all the platforms that she just listed. I'm going to follow her on Twitter so I can harass her about, um, um, the coming arc because that's the only arc that matters in Hunter Hunter. Oh, no. And, uh, y'all can follow <laughs> me. Y'all can follow me on all social media platforms i'm on it'll be at wholesome underscore monk a matter of fact i think you went did you go to katsukon i think you went I to katsukon, right? oh shit you were like you're standing mm-hmm. you were like literally standing right next to me like, you're talking to my friend the whole time i didn't even notice guy i think you did one of usui's wives and i just it just like flew over my head or something and i was like is that Malcolm And they're like, yes, Malcolm Moore, dude, you didn't know? And I was like, damn, all right, my bad. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's how I knew Malcolm Moore, big deal. They're like, dude, you don't know Malcolm Moore, bro? I was like, yo, hey, oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get accustomed, you know what I'm saying? Oh my God. Oh, if y'all, God. If y'all it haven't was probably had... like Chris Fifth or Scoob. <laughs> <laughs> it actually wasn't, but um, but that's how popular you are. Don't see that's the thing, see. It's already that, that all I'm saying, y'all. If y'all ever get a chance to meet Malcolm Moore at one of these cons, sweetest person on earth. Uh, definitely, definitely a great conversationalist, and will be converted into a command arc stand by the time this year is over because I work like harder than the devil. Uh, so yeah, you can follow me at wholesome underscore monk. If you listen to this podcast or you watched it, <laughs> you're now 10% more wholesome than you were before you listened. Peace out, everybody.